This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was being bald. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is episode number 21. Your lucky number, Bill. That is right. Lucky, I mean, or just your consistent basketball and sports jersey number. Yeah, it was the sports number. Yeah. And that then I attributed, I gave luck to it afterwards. Yeah. I don't play team sports anymore that require me to choose a number. Right. So now I just have to force feed in 21s wherever. Wherever you can. So you could probably guess my ATM pin code. Uh, is it um, four five seven four? Exactly. Okay, cool. <laughs> totally avoid twenty one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I believe your email address, and this is a little intimate, but I believe you were bscaf twenty one back in the day. That's right. Pre Gmail days. Yeah, that's that's such an AOL. That is a big time AOL.com. Can I very embarrassingly tell you what my first AOL address was, which I think you might even know? I would expect nothing less. Big Dave Matthews Band fan, then and now, more than, less now, but both. Okay. Uh, and this is what, eighth or ninth grade? My favorite song was that song Rapunzel, if you recall. It okay. was a little sexy, mostly cheesy. Uh, and at the time, I. How did it hit- go? Oh, God, I can't remember now. It was like sort of um, arrhythmic and kind of syncopated. Okay. And one of his, That's like, a tough song then to have to sing exactly. when someone says, how did it go? Not catchy. It was not a catchy tune. <laughs> but it was a catchy email address. It was apparently. a catchy email address. So, yeah, I decided that I would be uh, – so like when I was signing up for my AOL address, Rapunzel was my favorite song. Yeah. So I wanted to be Rapunzel-lustic and just have it be like one word, have the song title bleed into my last that's name. That's a I, mouthful. That's a whole mouthful, okay. which is in and of itself a atrocious idea for email address. Rapunzel Lustig. I mean, immediately I say, are there two L's? Does Rapunzel get its L and does Lustig get its own? Exactly. Or did they meet in the middle? They meet in the middle. And that was my clever hook. I was like, they meet in the middle. That was my idea of like a portmanteau at the time, like a combo word. Wow. Rapunzel Lustig. Get it? It's fun. Uh No, it isn't fun. Okay. Um, But uh, so not only was the idea bad, but the execution was even worse because when I went to type in the address, my dumb, dumb, clumsy fingers missed the L. So now, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, missed, uh, missed the U. So my email address became... Can I guess? Yes. Rapunzel? Nope, not Rapunzel. Rapunzel stick. Oh, the Miss U the in, in lustic. lustic. So now Rapunzel I'm- stick. Rapunzel stick at AOL.com. Wow. Wow. Terrible idea, double terrible execution. And now, and that literally, the humiliation and the low quality of that AOL name actually discouraged me from using the internet. Rapunzel stick. <laughs> Rapunzel stick at AOL.com. That sounds like a devil stick knockoff. <laughs> Remember those devil sticks that yes. you play in the field? Yes, exactly. Right. You know, the only email address that uh, accidentally was worse than that, that I ever saw, was Donald Glover's. I really hope this isn't still his email address. I really hope this isn't still his email address. It was Don Glover at gmail.com, but it met at the G, yeah. so it was... Dong lover. Dong lover. He loves dongs. Yeah. I remember talking to him about that, and it wasn't the first time he had heard it. Yes. Not the first time. Not to put any of your friends on blast, but um, your good friend of mine, Steve Corvetti, has some amazing email addresses right. as well. Right. He... Well, he's very funny with words in yes. general because he usually takes stabs at words, assuming that they make sense. And when they don't, people around him like it that yes. much more. Right. For example, 
there's a very famous singer named Barry Manilow. Right. He said then he would call his friends Barry Manilow for like a solid year. He would just be like, okay, Barry Manilow. You should have seen his face when he found out that Barry Manilow was a real person <laughs> and he didn't come up with Barry Manilow. He was just saying it because it was like phonetically fun to say it sounded – it was a silly combination of syllables. Yes. Then – there was a time on NBC Sports where beach volleyball was a thing. That was a thing. And, you know, it was probably riding the line between look at these beautiful people in right. almost nothing. Right. Being great athletes. Right. And so we met these people. There was these two male beach volleyball players. One was named Karch Karai. Karch Karai. Amazing name. Okay. So I'm not sure if those are real words. Karch Karai. But a parent committed those to their kid. That Good. was one. Good. And then there was his partner. And his name was Sinjin Smith. Classic name. Sinjin Smith. S-I-N-J-I-N. One word. Yep. Corvetti spent another year in his life calling everyone Sinjin Smith. Oh, He God. doesn't know where these words come from, but they magnetize and stick to him, and he thinks he came up with them. I... He made his AOL email address, Sinjin Smith 15 at AOL.com. I'm pumping my fist right now. And you should have been there when he found out that Sinjin Smith already exists. Steve, just like his mind and heart are open that these these words just float in and out. Some stick, some he takes ownership of, many he doesn't know are real. Some of those email addresses, Rapunzel stick. Rapunzel stick, yes. Right. And that actually uh, really pertains to the theme today, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your hair. Oh. Uh, because we are going to be talking about being bald. Right. Uh, or the absence of hair. Correct. Um, I'm a bald man. Uh, Billy is distinctly not. Right. Um, so we have two sort of different perspectives on being bald. Namely, I know what it's like and Billy simply does not. So let's discuss. <laughs> so let's discuss. Le like we said last week, I'm haunted. That's and right. it's only right that you share what is interesting about you with people who may not be that so That's they right. can get a better understanding. Exactly. You're bald. I am. We should talk about that. It's organic to me. The things that we should be looking out for and the things that we should be celebrating. Exactly. Um, I, <clears throat> just for some brief bald, my personal bald history, um, I... I, my hair started thinning out pretty early, uh, probably like 20, 20 or like 21. Right. I remember the first sort of moment that it happened. I was back home on like winter or summer break um, from college, and I went to my, very ironically, bald as hell barber. Most are. Right? It's as if, it's like the chefs who only eat fast food it, after work. Exactly. Because they're so tired of doing this one thing, they'll just get rid of it. Exactly. When they don't have it's to. It's so funny. Most barbers all, I mean, not most, but like, and he was like a very fashionable dude, and it was like, he clearly like shaved his head to compensate for his baldness. Sure. So I was like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. Right. Uh, but it was like, I went to the barbershop one day, and like, he sort of shaved my head. I mean, my, my default haircut as a youth was the buzz. Yeah, I'd like to talk about your hair before the bald. Okay, pre-bald hair. Yeah, because this is the No Joke Podcast. Right. First act. Let's get there. Right. Okay. So you, it's interesting. I met you at like age 21 or so. Right around then. And you had a very distinct hairstyle. Yes. It was when Seinfeld was out. Kramer had wild hair. Yeah. Um, also in at NYU, it's kind of a thing that you just like let your hair grow. You know, college. let it go. Yeah, rebelliousness. Money's not. You shouldn't yeah. spend money on haircuts. Definitely not. Spend it on beer or whatever. Yes, whatever. Namely, but you had very long, kind of like a Kramer-esque Woody Allen hair. It was gross. It was pretty shaggy. No, it was cool. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I mean, I I think that it was very distinct. I think that it was it was a cool. It was cool. It was a big puffy sort of. Jew mane of hair. Yes. Yes. It was that. But I personally think it was a very cool look, especially if you're a freshman through a senior at NYU. Things are cool about Very that. Very collegiate, yeah. But but before that, before I knew you, mm -hmm. you were like, you had like an athlete's haircut, which is kind of the, I shouldn't say athlete's haircut, but all the kids on my basketball team had this haircut, which is kind of comb it forward, flip it in the front. Mm, mm -mm. I love the front flip. 
And, and my, I mean, like, absolutely. Yeah. I yearned for that haircut. I mean, that was the haircut. I believe they called it the Caesar. No, the Caesar was a little different. The Caesar, the, the, well, this, yeah, yeah. The Caesar was. I think the Caesar was Sans Flip because the Caesar that was like what George Clooney sort of like really put on the map in our the days of our youth. It's like, like a scissor 90s. fade, basically. What's it? Explain a scissor fade. Okay, I, I interrupted you. Finish your George Clooney Caesar. I was just going to say that uh, the, the front, the sort of very popular haircut when we were you, this was like the everything sloping downwards towards the forehead yes. and the front flip. Yes. I, yeah, I always attributed that to like a version of the Caesar, which is the Clooney just like hair coming straight down. Got it. Versus the pushed back hair, almost like push the hair back Jonathan Taylor Thomas or like butt cut of the early, early 90s. Yeah. The Clooney really started to dominate the popular taste. You needed to have really good like cool, slick, oily, thin hair to be able to wisp it back. Otherwise, us kids with the thick hair or like kind of the Jewish hair, yes. we had very few options. But when this forward flip came around came in like the late 90s, early 2000s, we were all just like, yeah, I'm going to be putting this forward flip out in the it, world. Exactly. It like worked with our natural hair. I mean, like you, Billy, and if we could just say this, you have like what I perceive to be almost indestructible, immovable hair. Correct. I have seen you sit in makeup, hair and makeup chairs for literally three and a half hours with construction crews and formula 500 crews just trying to trying to move shape, my hair tr literally just trying to move it into a different position than its natural position which is if i could describe it normal right <laughs> standard standard hair on the head you've described like when we had ben schwartz on the episode he said that him adam pally and gill described boring people as plain yogurt plain yogurt You've described some people physically when they're so plain looking as the player one that a sports video game will just automatically give you. The default human. And I would say that my hair is in line with that Lego man hair, brown and to the side. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It really is standard, and it resists. Uh, it, like it resists any modifications. Right. Like I said, I have seen Billy in hair and makeup chairs. No joke. No joke. For hours, and the makeup people will be like marveling on how little your hair will give in any direction, one way or the other. They tried to like mat it down to make you look nerdy when we did the fake economist thing, and it just wouldn't budge. It said no. <laughs> I really relate to my hair in that way. <laughs> Where it's like, you can, sometimes you could just try and make me do that thing, but if internally it's not happening, quit. <laughs> it has the same integrity bordering on stubbornness, I would yes, say, well that said. you have. Well said. Yes. Right. Um, so okay, yeah. but those were your haircuts. Those are my haircuts, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely had the, and I was, a, I was a default buzz cut. I mean, right. to me, yeah, I wanted to be, I fancied myself an athlete. I fancied myself um, a basketball player. I wanted to be aerodynamic and cool. Right. Um, and so all the way through elementary school, up into middle school to the beginning of college, it was buzz, uh, let it grow a little bit, and then just like quickly buzz it again. That was my default. Okay. Yeah. But then when I got to college, to your point, you let it grow out a little bit. You start experimenting with hair. And then you go to this um, bald barber. And, the, yep. and he shaves your head. He and what? He shaves my head like with he had, the intent to make you bald? No, not at all. It was okay. just another buzz cut. Okay. I mean, I was back in like in my standard buzz cut phase. Okay. You know, I sort of came back from college. I had this crazy sort of like kind of gross ratty art garfunkel thing going yeah. on, and I was like, time to shave, get a clean start. Whatever. Okay. He shaved your head. He shaved my head, uh, and just like in the ne in the succeeding days, when just like you know, I don't know. I don't know if you were the same way, but when I got a haircut, like the two or three days after I got a haircut, I was like obsessed with the way it felt and just like really loving the closeness of the shave. Okay. And like I would always like sort of finger it and feel it and just play with it, you know. Sure. Uh, and I just in that sort of fingering and finagling, I realized that like in the sort of male pattern baldness, like center strip. <clears throat> 
in the center strip of my head, I was like, oh, the hair's like not fully growing back as much right. as on the sides. Okay. And I just like felt it. I was like, okay, this is new. Had you ever thought of being bald up until that moment rubbing your head? I, had you thought, I might be bald soon? I might be bald young? I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I was super conscious of it. My dad is bald. Right. Uh, That's usually how it works, right? Yeah, there's like some conventional wisdom, and this might be a total myth, that like the baldness comes from your mom's genes, right. your mom's genetic strain. Like mm. if your mom has thin hair, if like your mom's dad was bald, that that somehow affects your baldness more than your paternal genes. Okay. I don't know if that's true. Okay. But my dad is definitely bald. Okay. <laughs> that's a fact. I can tell you that for sure. And my mom also has like sort of thin, like kind of coarsish hair. Okay. So I think the odds were set against me, okay. to be honest. I don't think I stood much of a chance. Okay. Did I think it was going to happen like in the height of my virility? Sophomore year of college? No. Okay. I didn't, think I, I didn't think it was coming so soon. Were you the only one in sophomore year who um, kind of – that was kind of something that was a physical trait of theirs? Definitely, yeah. Really? Oh, absolutely. Hmm. Um, there might have been one or two other like guys who were like kind of hyper-testosterone-y that maybe were sort of losing – there was this guy, Brian, who was like this big beefcake and maybe he had like thinning hair or something. Right. Um, but I felt <laughs> this is going to sound very sad sack. I don't mean it this way. Yes. I just want to preface all of this by like, I love my sweet baldness. Oh yes. We wouldn't all be talking about, about this if it didn't make, if, if it made one of us uncomfortable. Exactly. That's not the nature of this podcast. Exactly. Right. I really, I, I really do truly, uh, love, love it about myself. I think I look fly as hell. I don't disagree, head. my dude. Thank you. Bill. We can even talk about, the t- well, we'll get to when I saw you really bald for the first time. Okay. Great. That's probably a second act thing. Really bald. Okay. <laughs> um, but I always felt a little gypped because it was like I always sort of attributed the like accelerated baldness to like guys who were just like so jacked on testosterone. Like their chest hair grows fast. They go bald fast. Yes. We're just like Dude, so man- <laughs> find your silver lining. <laughs> so manly. And I knew like Jason Statham. You know what I mean? Like a Jason Statham yes. brand bald. Stone like I'm cold. Just, I'm stone cold. I'm just too much of a badass to have hair. I'm like, that's why I left. But I knew I that love I love that. But I unfortunately got the uh, wrong end of both of those sorts. Go on. Where I was, I went bald pretty early, and I guarantee you, it wasn't due to an excess of testosterone. <laughs> Not exactly the same problem as Stone Cold. <laughs> Quite the Not Steve exactly baldness. Jason Statham. Not quite Statham. Yeah. Not even oh. really Jason Alexander. You know what I mean? So it was like, it really went. That being said, you still should star in an action movie. Right? Yes. Yeah. Dude. Thank you. Because what it's proven is that action movies love balds. They do. We love a good bald action protagonist. Yeah. Yeah. And villain too. You know yes. what I mean? And villain. Yes. Yeah. But I'd like you to play a Statham role at some point. Thank you, brother. Um, we're talking movies real quick. What do you say we go into our first song? Great. Um, it's a song directly related to the topic at hand. Good. The movie is called Hair. Oh. And the song, I believe, is called Hair Song. Oh, good. So it couldn't be any more applicable <laughs> to what we're talking about. Almost elementarily applicable. Right. Yeah. So you've listened to us talk about hair, listen to a movie called Hair, <laughs> sing about hair. We'll be right back and talk more about, about hair. hair. She asked me why I'm just a hairy guy. I'm hairy noon and night. Hair that's a fright. I'm hairy high and low. Don't ask me why. Don't know. It's not for lack of bread Like the grateful dead Darling 
was a song we believe is titled Hair Song from the musical Hair. Right. So if you thought that this episode, like if you've read in the iTunes section, okay, this episode is called Being Bald. How are they possibly going to stretch that for 45 minutes? Right. Well, just know that we did not give you a reprieve from the topic of hair. No, no, no. The songs are incorporated into the topic. So much hair on this episode. Have you seen the musical Hair Bill? That was uh, one of my gr- current girlfriend and my first dates. Uh, maybe oh, really? Like, not, maybe not first dates, but like wow. first like real, imp- like big, important kind of like... It was her favorite musical, has always been her favorite musical. Yes. And it's so cool when you start dating someone to see what really matters to them. Right. Because then you get to learn more about them through their interests yes. rather than just them. And when I saw Hair, and if you people have never seen her, they're not familiar, it's a big hippie musical. Mm-hmm. And what war was it around? The Vietnam? Vietnam. Right. Big time. And so it's set in like the late 60s. Mm-hmm. And the cast is just this very... Just everyone has huge heads of hair, and it's a very countercultural cast. And it's just the music is so awesome and it the is. song age of aquarius and is here here comes the sun oh good morning sunshine yes all these songs it's just when you see something that you love i saw the musical and we saw it in central park and i loved oh, it so gosh. much that i would then knew i was like well now i can trust her forever <laughs> you That's know like, yeah if this if these are your instincts yes and i didn't know about these now it's so exciting to learn what else do you like so that i can learn about those i things. trust your taste right it's not so funny that long hair is is like analogous or equivalent to like rebelliousness the notion of like uh, allowing your hair to grow i find that to be such a i mean like i don't think that really applies i say that that it doesn't really apply nowadays i was gonna say this very like mid-century idea like in the 60s like baby boomers notion of like long that was how baby boomers express rebelliousness maybe like our generation is like tattoos or body art or a different type of body modification right but that said 
you don't see a lot of like politicians or CEOs with just long locks. No. You still kind of don't. Totally. Like there's still a weird tab. Is there, a, I ask myself and I, the listeners. Yes. <laughs> is there a weird taboo in professional settings still against having like long ass fucking hair? Like could a dude in a ponytail be a CEO? <laughs> I would like to encourage all of our listeners. If you have a local politician. Yeah. Because I feel like we have a good enough assessment of the major politicians. The ones who are gen- generally going to be on CNN like all the big news sure, networks. Sure, we know the big names. But do you have a local politician with a pony? <laughs> Seriously. If you have a politician, hashtag it politician with a pony. <laughs> and ideally it's male. Ideally, obviously, yeah. We're talking males namely here. But we would love to meet, celebrate, retweet, and just get to know your politician with a pony. Absolutely. It kind of seems like Canada's hot new prime minister, Justin Trudeau, would. like. It kind of seems like that dude, if he let his hair grow a little bit, right. I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe in just a tiny pony. Oof, you know what tiny ponies are? Rat tails. Tiny ponies are rat tails. And rat tails are no bueno. No bueno. You I... go to Six Flags. If you go to Six Flags Great Adventure, you could be guaranteed two things. And this is with love to Six Flags. One, rat tails. Definitely. Two, low-budget tattoos. Low-budget tattoos. You're going to see a lot of half-thought-out Tasmanian devils yep. on dudes' arms at that, Six Flags Great Adventure. That's right. And a rat tail is what's a rat tail more than a half-thought-out ponytail. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's half-committed to body modifications. I'd say that if, you, if your goal is to have a ponytail, yeah. first of all, right on. Yeah. Go, get that pony. Seriously, right on. Get that pony. Please. Um, I would say bypass the rat tail. Yeah. I wouldn't twist... I wouldn't start twisting that pony too soon because then what you're doing is you're making people not get excited about the pony because they have to live through the rat tail. I would surprise them with the pony. Let your locks hang and then surprise them with the pony. You know, no spoilers. It's like, I don't want to see the Ghostbusters teaser trailer. Just show me the movie. Mm, you know what I mean? I don't want to see. I don't want to see just the yes. sort of, I don't want the tease of it. I just want the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. You know, do you think you could grow a rat tail? Because you are, you have the kind of George Costanza for, or Larry David hair on the side, bald yes. on top. Yes. But how will your hair grow like hair? around the sides long it will right i mean that's a great question only because i have not given it the opportunity to right. breathe and i have not given myself the opportunity to find out because i'm shaving my head once every three weeks two Good. and a half weeks that's great let's get into the logistics of being bald great. Cur- currently great this is the second act of the no joke podcast we like to talk about our current lives with being bald <laughs> You feel you must have a certain – it's kind of like doing your lawn. Once it starts overgrowing, you just have to go out there and do it again. To trim the lawn. So you're shaving your own head or is your girlfriend shaving your head? My girlfriend Maggie, we have clippers that we have had for years. Okay. Uh, and almost ever since we started dating, which is eight years ago now, she has been my barber. There you go. My first non-bald barber I've ever had. Saves you a lot of money. So a shit ton of money. I mean, yeah. I mean, I spend $30 on a haircut once a month. That's $360. You've been dating her for eight years. That is $2,400. you are looking at You've saved about like twenty eight you've made twenty eight hundred more dollars than by me. being bald. Yes. My girlfriend has never cut my hair once. <laughs> you've made twenty eight hundred dollars in your relationship. Not bad. And I would say the clippers only cost maybe twenty nine ninety nine, four ninety nine. Huge investment. Something basic. Okay. Yeah. Um so uh I usually we go to the bathroom, I plug in uh the clippers to the outlet in the bathroom. Right. I this is on, so rudimentary. So rudimentary. I love that I'm describing how to plug in a thing to a wall. Right. I sit Are you the, guys still listening? You guys still into me? <laughs> uh you guys have bathrooms, right? And toilets and outlets. So I'll sit on the toilet 
Um, sometimes nude, often not, because often it's succeeded by a shower to rinse the hair off. Question. Are you facing the tank or are you? is your back to the tank? Back to the tank. Traditional toilet stance. Traditional toilet stance. Okay, everyone. So if you're just catching up with the podcast, maybe you've just fallen in. We're learning how Adam gets his head shaved. That's right. He sits on a toilet, traditional toilet stance, Away. plugs in a, a clipper. That's right. Okay. The electronic clippers. Uh, my lovely, lovely, beloved Maggie uh, wields them. Yes. Uh, and it takes, I would say, in between four to seven minutes. Roughly the amount of time it's taken us to explain to the process. To describe it. Exactly. <laughs> in, the, in the time that we've described it, I could have had a haircut and a half. Right. So it's super easy and it's... And it's then you're good to go. Clean and I'm good to go. It's a car wash. And I feel better. It's a human car wash. It's a human car wash. Could I, if I let my hair grow, could I... Ha- successfully facilitate a rat tail. I like to think so. Wow. I like to think that I could. I don't know if I would, but what I would, would be love a motivating force for you to do that. Would it need to be something like money, or would it just be an? In- it could only be internal. This is what I'm doing right now as my own little joke, or my as my own little serious. If I had a year to spare, just like a year, yes, uh, I would do it as my own little joke, my own little serious, how, or my own little joke. How many politicians with ponies need to be submitted to get you to grow a rat tail? If we got. 24 different current in-office politician with pony submissions from listeners, would you commit to a rat tail? And you can say no. Yes. Stop it. If we get 24 Stop. submissions from our listeners, 24 only because I'm a little incredulous and I'm skeptical that there are 24 politicians with ponies. With you. Go on. Skeptical. If our listeners can can drum up photos and specific references yes. of 24, at least. Current. T- current. Contemporary, and I'm going to even limit that to American. Yes. Can we leave it? At least they were they were out of office one term. Can we just give them back? Because they were so close. Maybe they're doing other things now. Okay. Okay. One term removed is fine. Yes. And I'm even going to expand it to Canada. So oh. we'll go one term removed politician or current politician okay. anywhere in North America. That's Mexico too. Be Let, careful what you're. That's that's dangerous territory. Yeah, I think Mexico. I, I don't Let's know keep what it to America. There. America and Canada. America and Canada. Okay. Canada is America if you squint. Exactly. Died America. Oh boy, <laughs> that's so mean. Canada's so much better. I agree. Um, We're all moving to Canada in like six months. Exactly. <laughs> um, so if if our listeners can drum up twenty four examples of hashtag politicians with a pony, mm-hmm. I will commit to growing. A rat tail. Holy crap. And I just get to sit back and watch. <laughs> no, there's got to be some sort of time limit, right? It's like they, the listeners have to come up with 24 um, examples by Well, look, these people date. are already in office. But we, what we need to do is give the listeners time to get yeah. to this episode. A lot of people start from the beginning if they're new here. True. And it takes them a while. True. So can we give this six weeks? Um, in, in a day, it will be June 1st. That's right. Okay. Let's say 4th of July. Okay, good. If we if we have visual, photographic, three-dimensional evidence of at least 24 North American politicians, hashtag with a pony, right. I will commit. I will commit. I really, really will commit. And I'm saying this on record. Yes. This is fully on the record. This is. I've never been more excited in the, in the 21 weeks of doing this podcast as what you're saying right now. I will commit to growing a rat tail. To the detriment of my social life. Yes. To the detriment of my relationship. But to the success of the podcast. Absolutely. And everyone's joy. This is what we care about, guys and gals. Right. This is for the podcast. This is truly no joke. We have never, we have never, like, I would say over the top asked you to retweet to get any sort of actual real thing going. We've asked you to try and get me in barbershop in American Ninja Warrior. Right. right. That's that's for fun. That's right. This is dead ass serious. This is truly no joke. I'm going to exactly Adam. I am going to be manning the Twitter handle from now until July 4th <laughs> reminding you, not daily, but let's call it every other day 
that if we can get 24 politicians with a pony, we can also get an Adam Rat. Okay, the Adam Rat tale. And that will be so fitting because if this comes to fruition on July 4th, the day of America, I will begin my journey to a rat tale. Should also be noted that that is Adam's anniversary oh, with his girlfriend. That hurts. Sorry, So Maggie. he's really chosen sides about who he's going to be committing to. Honey, I'm very, very sorry in advance. Oh, well, the listeners and I are not, Adam. I mean, here's the thing, Billy. Honestly, just like physiologically speaking, I'm not sure it can be done. I don't know what my hair has in store for me. I've never let it grow beyond three weeks. That's fair. And, we, and we don't want you to have to find out right. unless you've gotten something first. Yeah. You know, and so we'll find out to Together, but you shouldn't just have to go through that. You shouldn't have to explain to people when you have like an, a four inch hair or just a few coming out of oh your neck God. and they say, oh, hey, you have some in the back. <laughs> you shouldn't have to say, no, no, I'm growing. I'm trying to see if I can grow a rat tail. You should say. No, no, I found 24 politicians with a pony, so now I'm growing a rat tail because they'll say, oh, I get it, oh, that and be perfect. on their way. That makes perfect sense. Right. Oh, on a podcast? Definitely on a podcast. Oh, yes. okay, great. Have a good day. You um, you don't often talk about you being in television shows. You, In the past couple of years, you've done some fun like features and stuff on some television shows. Sure. Um, the guys who made Next Week on Lonnie, their show is called Big Time in, in Hollywood. In Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. Alex Anfanger and Dan Schimpf, those talented, talented dudes. You were you, – did you show up in the final episode as a villain? I, well, I showed up in the final episode as like a, like a cheesy actor guy uh, and they put me in this amazing, amazing hairpiece. Yes. I mean this sort of like end of times beautiful wig. This uh, – yes. You yeah. look beautiful. You look like one of those ponies that's like a stock image of a pony running in a field, and it, the, it would be like beautifulpony.jpg. Exactly. They gave you a long ponytail, oh, and you were a beautifulpony.jpg. I, I truly felt like a beautifulpony.jpg. The ponytail came down it, – it, I think it almost went below the ass, almost to like – almost like thighs, thigh level. Right. Yeah. yeah it was a long ponytail. Blonde? Uh, it was like an amber. It was like a strawberry blonde, maybe yeah. like a light brown. You kind of looked like a, an evil Ann Coulter. Oh, yeah. Same yeah, I, bone structure, same angular. long hair, very angular. Yep, yep. Right. It, it, was so, it was like so long that I could like really just sort of like stroke it like a horse's mane with both hands. You, I mean, it was, it was a shit ton of hair. I say that if we get four politicians with ponies, we release that picture. Let's do that. Out to the world. Please. All right. So we've set up some deals now with our listeners. Some little hurdles. You give us the politicians with ponies, we'll give you Adam with more hair. Okay. We are locking achievements that want to be unlocked. Right. These achievements want to be unlocked. Yes. <laughs> um, we've said the word pony so many times, Adam. There's but one song we have to play in the act break. Is it genuine? And it's pony. We'll be right back.
God for genuine. Oh my God! Thank all the gods. That is pony. I mean, just slow dance song extraordinaire. That was at the height of our bar mitzvah era. Yes. Just like that, and that song, even at the time, like before I are sort of like puberty slash sexual awakenings, that song felt too dirty. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Timbaland must have made the beat for that. Something right? that he's boing 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 super sultry. Yeah, and genuine, and I'm asking out of ignorance. He does he did he have a sort of a follow up hit to Pony? Yeah, um, did he? He did another song about jeans or uh, pants. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. <laughs> In those jeans, baby girl, you look scrumptious. Da 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 da, talking talking about them jeans. In those jeans, <laughs> you don't know In that those, song. Yeah, I don't think I know that one. <laughs> Damn, That's my new favorite riff. Yeah, after the podcast, listeners, uh, YouTube genuine in those jeans. I'm pretty sure it's genuine. God, in those jeans is an amazing title for anything. As Pony pumped, we realized that we need to make sure that you guys didn't misunderstand Just what we said. 
the second Quick act. clarification, yeah. When we say that we want pictures of politicians with ponies, we don't want pictures of politicians standing next to ponies. Not the animal pony. Right, because I imagine that there's 24 of those on a Google image search, no problem. They go to pony rides. That's where they shake hands and kiss babies, I'm sure. So we don't want that picture. Not that. We want the pony on the politician's head. You know what we mean. But we don't... Adam, tell them what we don't want. We don't well, – okay, sorry. I should clarify. We don't want pictures of politicians with pony, the animal, on top of their head. We don't want that. Right. It's definitely not a photoshopped pony nope, on top. Nothing if clever. you can find an actual picture of a real pony resting on top of a politician's head, fine. We'll take it. We're curious people. But we're talking about the pony tail. Obviously. And it has to be the pony tail – from the man's head. It can't be a ponytail from an actual pony right. that is now on his head. Human hair fashioned to look like the tail of a pony on the top of a politician's head. A male North American politician's head. Okay. That's all. A few yeah. caveats. Still having fun. Still having fun. Still fun. Still fun. Still fun. Target date July 4 for the beginning of the rat tail. Still yes. fun. Okay. Okay. I just feel like that's important because I just imagined a lot of uh, pony varietals. That we didn't ask We're for. We're asking for a specific ponytail. Right. And no wigs either. We can sniff that out. We know what a politician in a wig looks like, mm -hmm. okay? Billy, both Billy and I have been in plenty of wigs. Right. Okay, we know we know what that's like. Right. So we want authentic hair follicles fashioned to look like the tail of a pony. Yeah. That's all. You know, one thing we didn't consider is that there might actually be, it's kind of like diamonds, mm. where they're very hard to find, but where there's one, there's a well of them. Oh, boy. And it just, suddenly it's like there's just pockets of them. There's just like a whole county in Oregon where Thank like you. every single state of South and all have ponytails. Adam. Oh boy, I'm dead. Adam. It's happening. Adam. That's definitely true. I don't know how Hawaii works. I do not know what town Every halls look like in Alaska, man. I didn't consider this fully, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, There's don't... diamond wells out there of politicians with ponies, and we may have just stepped in it. Now that you say it, I, there's probably like 631 American politicians in with California. <laughs> In Manhattan Beach, California. Oh, no. <laughs> Honey, I'm getting a rat tail. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, baby. Yeah, maybe we were. A l I was a little uh, sort of overconfident right. in uh, how few or how, uh, how seldomly occurring I thought politicians with ponies were. But right. I guess we'll find out. Right. Um, you know one thing. Of, so now the third act of the No Joke podcast. Let's do it again. Yep. If you listen to us on iTunes. Leave us a, leave us something, please. Just a little bit of love. Let us know that you're still listening. Same goes for Google, mm -hmm. Google Play yep. on Android. Share it with a friend, please. Tell a friend. We actually have gotten really cool responses about the ghost episode. Yes, and we maybe have. that's worthy of a, a quick checking in. Absolutely. People um, took it seriously. They listened to it and they didn't immediately say Billy's full of shit. Right. They said, "Wow, I'm gonna." Maybe I'll check out a medium. Someone in uh, multiple people in London, actually. We got a really good response from people in London. That's right. We got a tweet or two from there. Um, people are saying uh, one person said that they are, I believe it's his name is Adderlad, at Adderlad, said that because of the episode, he's now going to go on a ghost tour. Cool. Through London. Very cool. People say that they have to go to mediums to see if they have the same experience. Didn't your mom even check in? My mom responded, and she actually brought up something that I should have brought up during the episode, which I had totally forgotten, which was that my, her mother, my grandmother, um, Esther, Nana, who was like very, very close to us and loomed very large in our family, um, she really believed in psychics, mediums, past lives, spirits, ghosts, other dimensions. Right. V very, very much so. Um, and she would frequently uh, go to psychics and mediums. I don't know frequently, but she would regularly go to psychics. Sure. And she actually had her like uh, – she was – 
well, what's it called? Like trans, not transgressed, regressed. She was like regressed a few times, which is like you what like that get mean? in touch with your past lives. She believed in reincarnation. She oh, believed wow. that she had like been reincarnated and that she was like a British sales girl in the 1550s okay. or whatever. So she really believed that. Yeah. And she would go to a medium and there's audio tape of this that my mom has, which is my Nana in this like session with a medium yeah, or yeah. psychic maybe. Yeah. Um, sort of being sort of going under, I guess, and the medium sort of talking to my grandmother's quote unquote previous selves and yeah. past lives. Yep, that's so she was super into it. Yeah, that, that's that's one of those things that again defies logic. But the people who listen to us, uh, all of you guys there outside, they they really believed it, and I think that's so cool because it's a comedy podcast for the most part, right? But that was something a little bit you know, a little more serious or a little more real than just trying to crack up jokes. Right. I mean, it was just, it's something pretty fantastic that, I mean, in my, I don't many, I don't know many people who have firsthand ghost experiences. You're really one of the few, if not the only. But you know what's interesting, and this podcast proves it, is that when someone brings it up, people are more willing to bring up their own instances. Isn't that the case? And that is true of usually things that maybe provide shame or fear or something, right? You're more inclined to not share it. But once you do, I think it's true of trauma too, right? When people share traumatic events, other people are so much more likely to then say, Oh my God, you've unlocked it. Now I can talk about I mine. I want to say that uh, Mark Maron has built an industry on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right about that. <laughs> that is what his, that is what he does. Right. But I think you're absolutely right. And yeah, it was, uh, it was great to, uh, it was great to sort of hear the feedback because like, again, because I having known you for so long, have heard these stories a few times and like have, had been it had time to process them, but hearing my mom be like, I gasped throughout. I couldn't believe I it. I was so moved. I got chills. Is that like, cool? Oh, yeah, of course. Right. But at least talking about how he's haunted. Right. <laughs> Safe bet people won't be gasping at this episode the same way. Not as much. Right. They might gasp at the actual rat tail should it come to fruition. Oh, July 4th, there will be gasps from our barbecue, oh, my man. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Right. But please, honestly, please do hunt down those photos if you can of hashtag politician with a pony. Send right. it our way. Right. Uh, and we'll see what happens. Um, it is the third act. We should talk about some of our bald heroes. Yeah. Because they're out there, my dude. Many, 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 many. I would say that uh, the first kind of big bald, someone who brought bald to the forefront, George Costanza. <laughs> Costanza was a big one. Right. Yep. And yep. we should, obviously, if you're going to mention him, you have to mention the man, the bald man who wrote that bald character. Larry David. Exactly. Yeah, he's a bald icon, for sure. And he has really gone out of his way to promote bald. <laughs> Go promote bald awareness. Yes. I feel like he is the one bald celebrity out there who addresses his baldness head on always. Yeah. Always. He's bald forward. He's very, very bald forward. Right. Uh, Ricky Gervais once said that he wasn't funny until he got fat. (laughs) And Larry David said, I wasn't funny until I became bald. And I think it's because they're both pricks. Right. And no one likes a handsome prick. But once that physical flaw or whatever you might recall, that that physical tick happens, now we can laugh at it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it just like knocked them down to size. Right. It just like really humbled them. Right. In a way that was like, okay, now I can be funny because I actually do hate this thing about myself. Right. Right. There Um, was that episode where George Costanza wore a wig or he got a toupee and it drove his friends mad yes toupees is that still that is that i would say that probably in the 80s the number of men in toupees has gone considerably down to 2016 i would like to think so i would like to think so or have they gotten so much better that we don't see them oh maybe that's the case 
I couldn't I, t- go on. I, well, I like to. Th- I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be interested the statistics on that uh, in terms of how many people wear toupees now versus like the seventies or eighties. Because I do like to think that like people are just as we. As we move towards a like b- radical body acceptance, everyone is okay. What you look like is what you look like, and that's okay. Right. But people feel less uh, self-conscious or yes. less shame about their baldness. One and might just, hope. One might hope. Yeah, you'd hope. One might hope. Um, you are a Jewish man. I am. Um, at temple, Jewish men, and at dinners and stuff, you are yarmulkes. Yeah. Have you ever seen – and I've seen like Mets yarmulkes. Oh, yeah. And I've seen like – you know, where people try and make a cool bedazzle it or Fun, something like that. Yarmulkes. Yeah. yeah. Show who I am. Obviously. Um, have you ever seen a two-pay yarmulke hybrid Ooh. where you're covering up your bald spot oh. with hair, but it's also a yarmulke? Oh my God, that would be amazing. Just like a yarmulke discus of hair? Is that what you mean? Well, I think so. So the, the yarmulke is the kind of plate by which the um, hair rests atop. The yarmulke? Is, oh, I see what you're saying. So it's as if there is uh, a little wig on top of the yarmulke. So when you put your yarmulke on, yes, you're wearing the yarmulke, but now you could fill in maybe a bald spot that you have, and you have a full head of hair, and your yarmulke, two birds, one yarmulke. Two birds, one yarmulke. That sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. Um, I also think, I mean, when you first said it, I had the image of if you had a, full, a funny joke, like a Spencer's Gift yarmulke, mm-hmm. would just be the bald spot. If you had a full head of hair, you put on a yarmulke, and it was just the bald spot. That is very good. That's a fun idea. Yeah. That's a really fun idea. For those coveting, wanting to have the bald experience, but they can't achieve it on their own. At a young age. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like the opposite of ED pills. Right. It's like if, if, if you want to be follically challenged and you're not, then you can wear this yarmulke and you can appear bald. Right. Impre- depress your friends. <laughs> depress. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, a bald – I mean like one of the practical struggles that actually brings up a pretty good point in terms of yarmulkes. One of the practical struggles that I face, the almost the only one, because I do. Aesthetically speaking, I love my bald head. You um, wear it well. You've got a great head. Thank you, Bill. You I, have a great head. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and aesthetically speaking and, and sort of emotionally, I, I like it and I love it. Practically speaking, the one time it really gets in my way is when we're running around outside and playing basketball. Yes. Unfortunately, the enemy of the bald is the sun, wow. and the sun is a powerful sum of a bitch mm-hmm. that's out there every day, blazing hot as, frankly, itself, mm-hmm. and uh, is is our number enemy number one A. And the top of your head is facing it. It is facing it. Right. They're kissing all day long. I've known you for nine years, and yeah. I would say this is the metamorphosis of Adam on the basketball court. Okay. He went from suntan lotion, just covering his head because you have to cover your head with suntan Literally lotion. Literally have to. To years later, wearing a hat. Yeah. Wearing a hat, which yeah. you don't see a lot of hats on the basketball court, but it's perfectly fine. You wear a hat. Exactly. But Adam now, in 2016, yeah. has ditched those ideas for the most visually terrifying thing to see in Los Angeles playing basketball. He's basically wearing a winter parka that covers his whole upper body, neck, cheeks, and head. Yeah. It's like a medieval hood. It's almost like a medieval chain link vibe. I should say that it's like this amazing garment that our friend Jared sent me because he works at Nike and he's yeah. got all this like fancy stuff. It's super nice, like dry fit, yada, yada, but it does look super weird. When you're playing basketball in Los Angeles and half the guys are wearing no shirt or just a jersey because it's 95 degrees out and one guy is wearing long sleeves, windbreaker with the little strings around the neck pulled so that the hood wraps just tight around the face. Does he think it's snowing? Is probably what some people might think. Does it he makes, think it's snowing? It makes his teammates breathe heavy 
just looking at him run yeah. up and down the court. Yeah, yeah. It's, but to your credit, hasn't affected your gameplay. Hasn't affected my gameplay, but like it does. I mean, like it is hot as the devil and, under there. And that's what. And that's the real like con of the ball. That's what I'm saying. That this is where it gets in the way. Practically speaking, like sunscreen, I sweat. It melts into my eyes. It stings. We all know that sucks. Right. Hat, like you said, like it's socially acceptable on a basketball court, but is awkward. And also, it gets so sweaty, and it just starts to literally like it's a weight on my head that I just don't want as I'm looking to make a crisp bounce pass. Right. The hood is so lightweight and uh, really makes practical sense. Aesthetically, it is an abomination. Sure. It is an abomination. And like you said, it is terrifying. <laughs> it, I, 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 was, like, I was waiting for 90 minutes for you to take it off, and then you got in your car and drove home, and I said, I guess our basketball experience was parka-filled. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's where it gets tough. That, that I would say that is the only – and so – also, and this is a genuine request, if any of our listeners have any great ideas in terms of uh, lightweight, easily take on and offable sure. uh, bald head coverings mm-hmm. uh, for the guy on send the go, here. send them this way. Well, the way that the trajectory of your outfits on the basketball court have been going for the last 10 years, I kind of assume that in 2018, you'll be wearing a deep sea diver's helmet. Full scuba dive. Yeah, just one of those big, heavy, 400-pound metal encased. Jacques Cousteau on right. the basketball Four court. locks around the neck. That would be, actually be a great idea. That is actually a pretty a good... really good idea, yeah. <laughs> um, the most important takeaway from this episode, Adam. Yeah. 24 politicians with a pony, and on 4th of July, you're getting a rat tail. And that's a deal that has been said on the podcast, and I'm a man of my word. Okay. I'm a bald man of my bald word. So we need everyone, once again to do that in the next five weeks. That's five politicians with a pony every week. Or it's 24 in a day. You might stumble into somebody who takes this seriously and does their own digging. Like you said, I'm terrified of like the Ashland County, Oregon rabbit hole that that's going to be a shitstorm of ponytails coming my way. It's going to be a pony parade on the No Joke Podcast. No, that's true. Good episode. Great app, Bill. You're bald. I'm haunted. That's right. We're not liars. No way. Okay. Um, Well, this is the No Joke Podcast. I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And as always, we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast.